Too late. You, you think? <laughs> What's going on, YouTube and I? Welcome to Lords of the Lombox, the first ever cover price top 10 list. And before we rock it, you know what we like to do. So stay in there, boys and girls. What's good, everybody? This is your man, TiVo. Welcome to Lords of the Long Box and the cover price. Top 10 comics sold for the week of March 8th. I got my man, Manimal. Say what's up. What's up, everybody? Pretty excited for this uh, new little show we're going to be doing, this team up with cover price. Been trolling around their website a lot, having a lot of fun with all the uh, different little add-ons and fun stuff on there, and we're going to tell you all about it today. That's right. This is the beginning. A beautiful new friendship we got with our friends at CoverPrice.com. Go check out CoverPrice.com. Sign in for free right now. You get a two-week trial. You can basically set up uh, your collection in there. So it's a little bit of CLZ app as well as yeah. a price guide app too, as well as articles. And they're giving us this information. And this is based on real sales data, guys. So my comic shop, Heritage, Comet Link, eBay, everything. They compile a bunch of data. I was talking to them. Really, really professional cats, and they got a great list that uh, I think is a really great tool uh, for the comic book collector, man. What's really cool is they're working on something soon where you can uh, input um, your CLZ database directly into there. So you can audit, because I know some of us have large, large oh, yeah. CLZ databases. Dude, remember back in the day when you sit there and you got to scan them, scan all the barcodes and all that shit? Oh, oh, so you actually got the barcode one. I, I did both, but I loved it when they added the barcode and, you, and then you could finally yeah. kind of cruise through it a little bit easier. Yeah, and, and I think that only worked on new comics. I don't think the barcode yeah. worked on old comics. Right. So, I mean, there, was there was tough. a lot of manual input. That would be great, though. And I asked them if they had it because I, was, I, was, I started adding mine. It's really easy to add your comics on there. Maybe one day when uh, we'll actually walk through it and we'll go through all the screenshots of everything on how to add it. It's real user-friendly. Uh, they're working on the, uh, the web-based app works just as well as so basically the mobile version if you just go to your browser on your phone you put in coverprice.com that's c-o-v-r without the e price.com and the web uh the mobile app works just as well just like an app that you don't have to install so it's pretty cool shout out to everybody in the live chat and this is the top 10 comic book sales for the week ending march 8th before we get into top 10 there's some that almost didn't or almost made the list, but we would like to call these as, uh, I guess, honorable mentions. If there was a top 13, they would be in there. The so number one losers is what I like yeah, to call Yeah, so they didn't quite crack the top 10, but they are moving. First up, we have Dark Rain, Young Avengers, number one, sold 13 units with a weekly high trend of 269% with a hot, high raw sale, $25. Wow. Now... The Lords have been specking Young Avengers for quite a while now. It's kind of not really a secret. So what they're doing is they're taking two and two and putting, making it four by saying, hey, it's Young Avengers and it's the Dark Avengers version of it because both have been rumored. We ran with the Young Avengers. Uh, we haven't really talked much about the Dark Avengers yet, but I'm pretty sure it'll be coming. Uh, next up, I'll let you speak on this, Zach. What do we got? 
We got Rye number zero, which is always kind of weird calling it number zero, but Rye zero, the map variant, sold 33 units with a weekly trend of 97% and a high sale of $104.95 for a CGC 9.8. So we all kind of know why this book showed up. It's, you know, we got the bloodshot hype coming out here. Rye zero, first appearance. What is it? Chronologically, right? What did yeah. we have uh, uh, bloodshot? Yeah, but what's specific about this one? There is a matte version right. of this, and this is the matte variant. So basically, there's one that has like a, a glossy, and then there's yeah. the matte cover, which there's fewer of them. Believe it or not, people go out and seek these. I actually have both of them that will be available tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of curious. I remember we had Kevin Van Hook on the show. Yeah. We talked about this, and they didn't do it for any special reason. It was just the way they were printed out. But mm -hmm. the matte versions, there are fewer of those in the wild. Speaking we always talked the, about yeah. we talked about that a lot, you know, with him, whether it was, you know, characters like Bloodshot or Gambit, where you have these cameos, first appearances and stuff like that. It's always super interesting to me to talk to the uh, creators about that, what they consider to be the first appearance. Well, what was interesting out of that conversation we had with Kevin Van Hook was the first ever Chromium cover right. was made was by awesome. the guys of Valiant, which was amazing to me, right? Because yeah. they had to deal with the manufacturer where no other company could make those covers yet until six months after that. So for those yep. who like to seek those little weird things, that's one of them. Well, next up on the runner-up or honorable mention list is a book that a lot of people have been talking about, The Last of Us. American Dreams number one sold 13 copies, a weekly trend of 176 with a top sale of a 225 for a 9.8, which is wow. pretty high for a modern book. Um, I, you said there was a show coming? Yeah. So um, I don't know a ton about this book, to be honest with you. But yeah, I believe it's on a video game. I know that video game. And there was a TV show, I think, that's hyped it up a little bit. So, you know, obviously in our modern era of collecting, that always spikes a book. Yeah. Um, so now we're going to get right into the nitty gritty of it all. And we're going to tag team back and forth. First of all, my man, Manimal is going to strike number 10 on the list and ready. Boom. Hit it. All right. So, so number 10, this should be no surprise going through this, uh, first top 10 list that we're doing here. You're going to see a lot of this title show up, but number 10 is going to be Batman number 90, the uh, Francesco Matina variant. So right. for a lot of you guys who are collecting these uh, modern DC current books coming out, they always have the cover A and the cover B. And right now, Matina is doing a ton of these cover Bs. And um, this one came out. This is uh, just the uh, selling a little bit for, uh, fewer copies than the cover A. This sold 54 copies, have a seven-day trend of 66%, and had a high raw sale of $30. So... These cover Bs are awesome. They're great. The only reason... Bettina's been doing it forever now with yeah. DC. Um, and little, they don't really do ratios at DC. So it's just cover A, cover B, but it's kind of yeah, interesting. Quite a bit. Yeah. And they, the thing is, they're, they're a dollar more expensive. You can see the $4.99 tag down there. And honestly, it's kind of strange why these ones aren't sought after a little bit more because they have, these have the card stock. So these would probably have a better shot at carrying a 9.8 than the cover A's, to be honest with you. They're nice and I thick. I would dare blocked. think that you would get a good chance of getting a 9.9. Oh, heck yeah. Stock. Yeah, it's yeah. a very, very valid point. You should see these yeah. books live and you feel them. You could throw them down a set of stairs and they're going to hold. <laughs> or throw nunchucks at them. Right. Uh, but look right, at this number, cover, man. That's a dope yeah. with the Riddler, dude. Yeah, awesome. I do believe he has gotten some uh, 
some uh, negative flack recently because of you know uh, some people, some artists saying that he's John. Is Matina yeah. or Delata? Yeah, Matina. So, but you know, all these guys, they all you know, eventually. There's so much art out there, but every somebody's gonna accidentally do something. Right. It's else. just yeah. like music, man. Yeah. So. All right. Next number nine on the top ten list of most sold comics for the week of March eighth is uh. One that we've been, everybody's been talking about, man. This is the Amazing Spider-Man number three sixty-one, the first appearance of everybody's crazy, you know, famous homicidal maniac Carnage, who's coming in Venom two, and that's why the spec is on his first full appearance is selling well this week. Carnage sold nineteen copies. You would think that you know the sale people are still buying them. It had a seven-day trend of two hundred and five percent with a high sale of four hundred dollars for a CGC nine point eight, which to me that sounds amazing because this is one of those modern books. That's a pretty high print run. I mean, everybody's right. got it. I mean, I guess the same thing could be said for New Mutants '98. Everybody thought it had reached a point until it hit like 1500 for a nine eight. But ever since the tease at the end of Venom, even before that, people knew he's coming. But now we're actually seeing uh, Woody Harrelson walking around in a crazy red shirt, and that shirt started selling like crazy. Right? <laughs> you see yeah. that? People were buying that shirt. I was like, okay, man. But I love right. how they finally fixed his hair. He doesn't look as goofy as he did at the end of Venom. I think Woody Harrelson is going to end up being like the perfect casting for it. And you know what? He's just a little bit weird, a little bit nutty, you know, yeah. just, he, just to play it. So it'd be interesting. He's a little old, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be heavily CGI anyway. Uh, next up on the list is a book that I don't know much about. We had to look it up because yeah. it's, it's getting hot, man. Number eight on the list. Number eight, we've got Coyotes number one. So this is going to be an image title from 2017 from uh, Sean Lewis. And the reason this book kind of has spiked a little bit is apparently Sean Lewis has hinted on Twitter that his book was option and in development. So people are trying to get out there early. All it takes is a little tweet. Right. A little heat to heat that book up. So uh, there's been no confirmation nor any news set on release dates or anything like that. But uh, this uh, bit of news spiked it and helped it sell 30 copies, had a seven day trend of 127%. And a high sale of $59 for CGC 9.8. So I actually had to go and read this issue because I looked at this list. It was the only book I didn't know. So I went and read it real quick. And this is kind of like um, it's dealing with a storyline out of, you know, Mexico. And it looks like coyotes in terms of a combination of um, illegal immigrants and guides, but also some supernatural. And there's a little bit of like. There's a Black Widow feel to this, too. It's a group of women training young women to be assassins. So kind of has some cool. It's a, I think it's just an eight-part miniseries. So. The art looks very, very familiar to me. I almost want to say it looks uh, reminiscent of uh, Hit Girl from Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass, right? yes. Covers, yes. I mean, it's not the same artist, though, obviously, because that was Ramita, I'm, uh, if I remember correctly. But it right. looks very reminiscent of it. I felt the uh, same way when I was reading it. And the story is very similar to that, too, in terms of like the writing. Yeah. Uh, next up is a book that scorched up C2E2 uh, and everybody was posting it. Uh, shocking to me because I, you know, I didn't think that, but it's very specific to this cover. So next up, we have Wolverine number one, the C2E2, um, John Tyler Christopher variant. John Tyler Christopher is kind of a funny, uh, well, not funny, but it's interesting how his rise to fame kind of happened. He started with the action figure variants. And famously so, he created the Star Wars ones, but he chose to sell the Boba Fett and Han Solo one himself, Hmm. right? So Marvel said, he said, hey, Marvel, you want me to do these? I want to sell these myself. So he got to sell the Boba Fett ones on his website and in conventions. And so that's, if you think about it, that's pretty smart. That's akin to you, like George Lucas going, hey, 
for the movie, I want all the rights to the toys. But but basically, John Tyler Christopher said, I want the rights to these two specific variants. And he picked, I know for sure, Bubble Fett, and I think it was Han Solo. Those are the more rare ones. But this is uh, what they've called a fluorescent variant. So I guess if you hold a certain light, and it's a uh, just a really gorgeous Wolverine cover that really pops. It was only limited at 3,000 and had 35 copies sold online. Now, obviously, the copies sold at C2E2 is a little bit hard to trace, right? Because, you know, there's no online sales to really pull data from. There was a seven-day trend of 155%, and I had a high sale at $200 for a CDC 9.8 and 157 for a raw copy. That's kind of amazing. I, I would imagine the uh, 9.8 sold so quickly because they were doing on-site grading at C2E2. Yeah. Let's uh let's take a moment and pour one out for the last Comic Con of this year so far. Oh, uh, yeah! If you didn't hear, um, WonderCon has been canceled. Well, postponed until a later day. But C two E two dodged the coronavirus. Yeah, so C two got right into it. WonderCon is canceled. AceCon is canceled. Um, I was talking to our friends at KRS Comics and Rocket Comics. Uh, they're going to be doing some stuff, so I'll let them make the announcement. Uh, but probably tomorrow, I'll give you guys some more news from what uh, Rocket Comics has told me. He, he's still in business. He can still get his signatures and stuff. But yeah, so WonderCon has been canceled, so that means I'm not going to be there. But from what I last heard is they're going to try to do it at the end of the year, which I don't know about that. Well, hmm. We shall see, man. But next it's up. It's a great cover, man. God. It is. I like. It, it almost looks like die cut. Right. Yeah, um, it's like that negative space art and just all yeah. that yellow blending together. And you know, John Tyler Christopher, he does really simple covers, but they 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 sell. They really he knows how to market them well. And and to be honest, and I'm trying to think, it's always been C. I think he's from the Midwest because all the other big ones he's done are released have been at C2E2. Hmm. Um, so C2E2 is uh, quite a big show for comic books. Um, just not a lot of movie and TV news right. there. But uh, next up on the list is. So I this know is a, quite a few people holding on to this book. And, this is uh, a biggie right here. So this is a character right. who is one of visually and maybe not storyline wise, but one of the best mutant X-Men villain characters out there. A lot of heat. A lot of people wanting to see this character show up. Um, we've got X-Men number four, the first appearance of Omega Red. So there's been a lot of heat and rumors on a possible cameo of him in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There's been some pictures that have shown up, whether they're real or not. We don't know. He's um, coming. He's coming. But yeah, you're definitely going to see him at some point, I believe. And either either or, this is a great cover. I mean, the no full reveal of him on the front cover, but you can still feel him right there. So this book has been holding steady for a while and growing. So let's see what we got here. We got this sold 52 copies, had a seven-day trend of 114% increase, and had a high sale of 175 for a CGC 9.8. So this book is still very, very attainable. And honestly, this is the time to get it. Well, honestly, you should have got it before we put out this little top 10 weekly. And you probably should have got it about six months ago. But it's still a very attainable book. And there's a lot of copies out there. Everybody has at least one in their collection because yeah. you were collecting Jim Lee in the 90s. I mean, this thing was blowing up. Um, it's curious because I know tons of people have been posting on it. So you probably already have it. And you don't even know it. You know, you just flip to you and you're like, hey, I got three copies of this. Uh, so you'd be amazed. Number five on the list. We're halfway there, boys and girls. Number five on the list, Batman number 89, another Francesco Matina variant. If you don't know, this is from the Punchline hype. So um, this is the variant and the first cameo appearance of Punchline and the designer. A lot of people forget to sleep on the designer. I don't know who's going to last out longer, the Punchline or the designer. So uh, this copy 
the cover B sold 69 copies, had a seven day trend of 88% and had a high sale of 138 for CDC 9.8. That's another C2E2 on-site grading Mm -hmm. book right there. Yeah, this is... That's a pretty dope cover. I bet it That's doesn't have awesome. any really thing on the cover. And Matina, I was you always see his covers are, are somewhat similar, but I like the way the action on the sword is. Mm-hmm. So it kind of shows the movement of it. Yeah. Kind of incredible that the the punchline stuff happened just at the perfect time for DC. That's uh, true. They were That's able true. to deflect all the Dio noise and everything else. The stuff that we said about, you know, possibly DC outsourcing the comic side of the business for a while, which got laughed at, but we'll see in a year from now. But right now, this is a good reprieve for uh, DC. It's been blowing up. Everybody's been talking about the punchline. This next book is very interesting to me because it it's reappeared. Yeah, on it's the weird. List. This is a it weird reappeared, one. And it was pie, it's going to appear tomorrow too. And what is it? So we got Batman Damned number one. So this is the first appearance of the Batwang. Oh, um, been around for a while. We got the, it's pretty much the first, what, magazine size of the black label coming out that we had. Um, two covers for this one. You had the original cover and you had the Jim Lee cover. And like TiVo said, I will be selling a Jim Lee cover one tomorrow. So they had 24 copies sold recently for uh, $110 each. Where did so they, where did they track those sales from? I'm sorry? They tracked it from my comic shop sales. Oh, yeah. Tracked it from yeah. my comic shop for $110 each, which is... That's mycomicshop.com for you kids that don't uh, use the internets too much. Which the question is, yeah, why did some guy go out there or why did people go out there and buy 24 copies? That's crazy, you know? It's one but, of those cool things, man. It's cyclical. Like, you know, people are liking it or something. And a lot of times it's uh, the gravity of something. Mm-hmm. When I like to say the movie, the gravity of the movie is causing these things to spike. Just like the long Halloween and things like that. Nate, of those, You know what I'm saying? People yeah. are thinking, hey. There's also, been, there's also been a little bit more Lee Bermejo. I feel like on the internet and I've been seeing a lot of stuff. So I don't know, maybe, maybe some Bermejo has been out there and spiked some stuff recently, but um, anyway, overall it sold 30 copies, had a seven day trend of 216%. That's crazy. And had a high raw sale of $110. And this is just the, I guess we'll call it the cover a, I mean, this isn't the Jim Lee version. No. So if you've been paying attention, you probably know what the top three is because it's been all over social media. And we're just here to give you actual sales number. We're not any hype men, not speculating. We're not, uh, this is actual sales data. So number three on the list, of course, is Batman 90, which you thought you probably can figure out the first two, but we're going to let the suspense build a little. So this is Batman 90. This is the designer's full first appearance and is a key driver selling at 126 copies, having a seven-day trend of 56% and a high of 125 for a 9.8. That's ridiculous. I mean, the book just came out, and it's already at 125. So right now, we're going to see who's got longer legs. Is it going to be the designer, or is it going to be punchline? That's what I'm curious to find. And remember, we talked about that, and I'm pretty sure this comic will end up on our list, is the giant size Joker 80th. Is that the one? Right. Uh, 80th anniversary Joker. 80th anniversary of Joker is going to have the true origin of Punchline. And that's going to tell us a lot of where this these characters go. The designer, you know, like I said, Batman's rogues, always Spider-Man's rogues, always are, are what pops. If you get a new character, villain, to add to the rogues gallery, Almost always pops. That's the thing right now, too, with this Batman run. And it's like you said, it's 
It'll be interesting to see who has the longer legs, whether it's Punchline, Designer. And we just got more information that another character will be released coming down the line here, Clown Hunter. So Tinian, oh is, Tinian is really putting out a ton yeah. of oh, new quick, characters. Shout so, out to Dollar Ben Fodder for the $10 Super Chat. I appreciate that, Dollar Ben Fodder. Dollar Ben Fodder is, I've been working with him to get a uh, venue for the uh, West Coast Comic Swap meet. I think now is... I think now is the perfect time to strike because people are going to be a little antsy that ECC and WonderCon is canceled. I think the Lords can slide up in there and do a comic swap meet for the West Coast. What do you think? You guys fly out? I'm always down to fly somewhere. Yeah. Shout out she to Aegis Comics Alaska. Also on the comic shop in Alaska. How's that? Representing the Lords all the time in Alaska. Man, keeping cold out there. In, uh, any other uh, notes you want to say about this before I kick it to uh, number two for you? No, no. Just that, yeah, you know, Tinian putting out a lot of these first appearances, which are you're going to see these Batman titles, I think, for the, a while for the future. So And speaking so of the number devil. Two, number two uh, is... Boom! I love seeing this on here. I wonder where I saw this recently. <laughs> number two is no surprise as well. We've got Year the Villain, Hella Risen, number three. So the first full appearance of Punchline in this issue, outside of the cameo that we'll be talking about coming up, this sold 132 copies and had a seven-day trend of 93% and had a high sale of $158 for a CGC 9.8. So this book, this book's really interesting too. And honestly, I think this one will carry the legs longer than Batman 89 and Batman 90 because this has a lower print run. A lot of people weren't collecting this run outside of myself and the you know the real readers out there. So you got the real full first appearance of Punchline in this issue, small print run, cover A, cover B for this one as well, which I was kind of surprised not to see the cover B on this list, to be honest with you. Yep. Well, I don't think a lot of people wanted to get this cover. I mean, it's kind of interesting on what the collector decides. And I think right. once this cover's gone, people will start snatching up the other cover and number one on this week's top 10 is no Batman number 89. There's been some, you know, there's people have been waffling back and forth about, you know, basically it's the first cameo of Joker's new henchwoman punchline. Uh, as you can tell, punchline has dominated the top 10 this week. Uh, the designer has just been a kind of an added bonus as people started reading it. And then now people are collecting that as well. So this also is the cameo of the villain, the designer. Uh, his cameo appearance is substantially better. Regardless, this issue is selling and moving ridiculously. 143 yeah. copies this week. I had a seven-day trend of 93%. I had a high sale of 175 for a CDC 9.8. Like I said, it's great that to build hot comics organically, right? When I say that, that means like things that aren't based off of movie spec or something got developed spec. Right. This is pure comic book, you know, and now in the days of social media and marketing, things like this, you can find out about it. And, you know, DC was smart enough this time to market it in advance, right? It, you know, yeah, but it, it coming. even still, it, did, it didn't market it to the way that they should have. Like, this stuff still hit everyone by surprise. Like, most comic shops did not have enough orders for these. Like, And boo to the comic shops that were selling it over cover price, you know, yeah. on the day it was released. That's their prerogative, but... You know, my shop. Don't also, ever buy from them again, is what I say. Yeah, you know, and especially now with the advent of social media, if you have any bad negative uh, connotation with your site, people will find out about it, and and they're gonna spread it over the internet. Don't visit this site. Don't do that. But it's up to you. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, you know, like my comic shop, they basically sold out everything like two weeks 
out. People just called and said they're gone. So um, where they go from here, that would be curious because so, I, this is a great moment for DC to really ride this character. Ages Comics Alaska said they just sold their last ones at cover price. So good for you, man. Good for you yeah. being this, like what we're talking two or three weeks out and yep. you're still selling, selling at cover price. Like Ages good for you, shop. man. That's, that's a good comic shop. If you were in the area, you guys need to check that place out. Um, yeah. What other? If you're in Alaska, just swing on by and say hello to. <laughs> I always wanted to visit like Alaska in summer. I always wanted to see it. I heard the uh, bald eagles are just like seagulls. You see them everywhere in Alaska. They just, I mean, they're just eating stuff everywhere. Um, so that's it, man. Uh, leave a comment below if you're anything surprised on this list. Uh, we're gonna be doing this once a week, man. We're gonna get this yeah. list, and maybe we'll do two shows a week because they have other things too. I, what are really interested is they look back. Um, at a year from the day. So we that's an interesting way of doing it because a lot of place sites that they spec hot books, they never look back to see how the book is still performing. And I think that's very important because timing is everything in the in this hobby of collecting. If you hold on to something too long, just like stocks, you know, you got to sell it. If, if you want to just keep it as a collectible, that's fine. If you're into the business of selling or flipping to buying something else or, you know, there's, you know, there's, I had to say flipping because there's always a negative connotation with flipping, but it's part of the business, right? You, you know, you buy some, you sell it for hire and you buy something else, right? right? Maybe another key upgrade your books, man. You want to upgrade your books. If you got a 5-0, sell, flip some books, get a 5-5, yeah. stuff like that. But, um, so next week, yeah, next week we'll try to get this list out earlier. We would have ran it Wednesday, but we had the auction uh, preview video that we did yesterday. Speaking of which, uh, tomorrow, 6 p.m., check out Three Men in the, ba Three Men in the Basement at 6 p.m. Pacific, and then come back to the Lords at 7 p.m. Pacific for our big auction. If you haven't seen the stuff that we have up, go check out the video we posted yesterday. We got some bangers on there. We'll be on for a good two or three hours. Uh, and then next week... Um, you know, cause you know, we like to still do our black Knight scoops and our Mikey Sutton scoops, but you know, right. Times are slower, especially right now with all the stuff that's going on, Hollywood right. shutting down uh, productions on a lot of stuff. I think, uh, Falcon and winter soldier yeah. got pushed back, uh, Mulan and, uh, what new mutants just got pushed back as well. To a they, different uh, thing. not a comic book thing, but, uh, the fast and the furious got pushed a whole year back. Oh, it's now the slow and the tedious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fascinating. Hey, so I wanted to say, tell all you guys, you know, so all this data we just put out, check out coverprice.com's website, covrprice.com. Like I said, there is a lot of fun stuff on there. We can't even get into how much they break down the. I think price. I said it's it last insane. week 300 data points a day that they're mining. So they use, they mine from different sites. And if anybody's in IT, we know what data mining means and they have certain algorithms they do. So this is based on pure sales data, guys. We're not yeah. giving you what we think got, is in our top 10, which- I know. got this mental image of a comic shop, right? All these comics and a bunch of dudes in there crunching numbers with calculators, just putting out this data. And I love it. And they do. I talked to them. I talked to the two guys that run it and they have a team of engineers and developers. That's why I love the website. I love the interface and everything works smoothly. And the and 10 years ago, man, websites for comic books were just awful. You had cover price. Right. You had remember price guide, comicspriceguide.com. Oh, yeah. And that was a bit tedious. But now you can mine data. Oh, shout out to Two Brothers Comics for the $2 super chat, man. I appreciate it. Congrats on the new partnership. They're great guys too. Uh, all the sponsors that we have or partners that work with the show, Geeky Swag Shop, Karis Comics, 
uh, Rocket Comics. I know them very well, or I know of people who know them. Keras Comics and Scott from Rocket Comics, I've known them for years now from the local convention scene and, you know, became friends with them. And I talked to these guys, I checked out their website, and they were pro very professional. And I'm more than proud to say I can rock with cover price. So make sure you yeah. spell it right, though. There's no E in it. Somebody squatted that website, by the way. If you go to coverprice.com with the E, somebody's sitting on it because it's available for purchase. Uh, so somebody squatted on that. Just like lordsofthelongbox.com was squatted on too. The two days after my channel got terminated. Hmm, conspiracy? I don't know, but it seems kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, so speaking of which, I will be uploading the mass months worth of videos up on a podcast that a friend of ours on a Facebook said, hey, I found you guys through Stitcher. And I was like, holy cow, I've totally forgotten to upload these audio, uh, an audio version of this will be uploaded as well for our friends. If you're using iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, just search Lords of the Long Box and we'll be there. Um, yes, Dollar Bin Fodder. We're going to talk about this tomorrow more in depth. I don't want to take up Cover Price's time, but uh, please check out coverprice.com. You can sign up for a two uh, week membership. And as we the show gets moving along more with them, when we do our giveaways, we'll see if we can give away like a one year subscription to you know a few users. It's just a thank you for supporting Lords of Longbox and Cover Price. Check out uh, Cover Price on Twitter, and they're also big on Instagram. So make sure you follow them on Instagram. They're always posting little daily nuggets of comics, which is pretty cool. If you follow on Instagram, they, they just say, Hey, this is came out today, or yeah. this is a hot book for the day. So, and all that stuff is available. There's so much stuff on there. They also do a top 50, which we don't have time for, Dude. but we're, we're just doing a top 10 because top 10 lists are cool, I guess. But maybe one day when we really have time to kill. Uh, and we get the rest of the crew on here. We could do. The, I like. Uh, I like the double breakdown they do also of raw and CGC. So it's not you know a lot of a lot of sites will just tell you data on nine eights, nine fours, nine six, but you can actually look at the raw books there too. I mean it, it's crazy. But I do want to ask you, Tim, on your uh, profile, what's your picture? Did you set up a picture of yourself? You can put your yeah, own. Yeah, it's me with my Lord shirt on, man. Yeah, did you? You already put. Yeah, your my 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 username on uh, coverprice.com is Lords of the Longbox. Boom. Okay, right. So no, I, I, there's my base. My Facebook picture is just me staring off with the Lord's looking like the 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 movie poster for Step Brothers. Yeah, that yeah, it's <laughs> me nice. on there. So uh, shout out to Nemesis Prime. Go check out Three Men in the Basement tomorrow at six p.m. Pacific and the Lord's auction with myself, Manimal, Dark Side Jedi, Ottomus Primal or uh, <laughs> Ottoman Empire, and Nemesis Prime. We will be rocking it tomorrow at seven p.m. on the Lords of the Long Box quarterly auction where you will see. Half of the books that were on this list today. So yeah, any last words, Zach? No, fun time. I'm um, excited to keep doing this. Really enjoy talking about some uh, newer, more modern comics, but as well as giving everyone information. And like you said, super happy to be partnered up with CoverPrice.com. That's right. Until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. Shake and bake and pull it back.